0: welcome to the latest edition of Across Areas Productions' very own Longbow Hunters, The Arrow Podcast, back on our normal schedule, with only one episode that we're covering today. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: I, I but, just but, I, find that funny because the one episode and then we're on hiatus for like three weeks.
0: Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Not, not really completely back on our normal schedule, but pretty close. Anyway, I'm Michael J. Petty. With me is my good friend and co-host, was Kim. And today we're gonna to be talking to you about the latest episode of Arrow entitled Heir to the Demon.
1: Yes. So her name is N- Nissa of the Demon. That's, <laughs> that's her Nissa name. of the Demon. Yes. To to backtrack a little bit, the name Raz Gul means head of the demon, according to according to Daniel O'Neil and Neil Adams.
0: Yeah, it means the demon's head.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So she's her name is Nissa of the Demon. Yes. Okay. Which is, and what's really
0: interesting, too, is, and this is kind of going back to the comics briefly, but in the comics, when Talia kind of went away from her father, instead of calling herself Talia al Ghul, she called her Talia Head.
1: Yeah.
0: And that was her name for a while, which is very interesting, so take sit, take that as you will. But, you
1: know. yes. okay. okay, so this week's episode is Heir of the Demon, written by who and directed by who, sir?
0: Uh, it was written by Jake Coburn and directed by Wendy Standler. No hard names this week.
1: Yes, they li- they've listened to you. Um, um, I'm trying to find my script here. So what did you think of the episode overall? Overall, I really enjoyed
0: the episode. I, I mean, it wasn't perfect by any means, but I, I really enjoyed it. It was harder harder for me to find flaws. So, I mean, I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of action. There's a lot of mystery. There was some really good flashbacks. We got pretty much everything we needed on this episode. And
1: it's the episode that we've been waiting for in terms of a flashback since the pilot, I think. Yes. I mean... Yes. Who, and who, Nissa. But well, uh, we even and, mentioned it last week. Yes, the writers are listening to us. Yeah. Listening to us, writers. I, I see you over there, Guggenheim. Thank you for being on our show again. Um, <laughs> Nissa arriving, total classic... Um, League of Assassins, League of Shadows thing. Yes, I laughed at that one guy trying to pull a gun, and then someone he said, "I will shoot you. Put your hands on your head." I hate it when people say that. If you're gonna shoot, just go ahead and shoot.
0: Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, because it's just not gonna work out for you well if you don't
1: notice the Argus yeah. sign on the computer as well.
0: Yes. Well, and I and honestly though, if it's an Argus alert that is showing up. That's when you shoot first and ask questions later.
1: Yeah, and quite honestly, and you're not going to get the jump on this. She already knows what's going on because of all the people that's, like, around her and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. When you see, like, when, when, oh, well, come on, when you're at an airport with a bunch with a bunch of guys carrying guns, when they go to their headsets, you really think it's a good thing? And you really think what? it's a computer? Yeah, exactly. I'd love to have, Is that two, like, she likes... kind of you, out of all people. I love that. I love that she stabbed the one like p- police officer with like a set of keys.
0: That was a nice touch. Yeah, uh,
1: and like she literally took out five guys in like six seconds. Yeah. Ross Harvelle. Yeah,
0: extremely impressive.
1: Yes. So Morris campaign.
0: Well we have Krychek heading up Moira's campaign.
1: Yes, that's what we're gonna call him from now, Krychek. Exactly.
0: And 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 Oliver's all supportive of it. He even calls Blood later in the episode and says, Look, it's my mother, I'm supportive of her, I'm gonna I have to drop your campaign, but I want us to still be friends.
1: I love that and Oliver knows the deal when it comes to the campaign. Like Moira's resistant of it, but he's he knows the deal when it comes to like campaigning. Right. Because he leads a double life. I think it's very easy to understand what image you put out to the public and what image you put in private.
0: Well, and truthfully, he even knew that before he even crashed on the island because of the the rich kid life he lived.
1: Yeah, I think Robert taught him really well. I mean, and there's also an argument just even before the island, like what was the real Oliver Queen? Right. Like, was it the guy that was like being Rick Solomon in the pilot that was all like like yelling, yelling at photographers, or was there a different Oliver Queen?
0: Right. Well, and right, and then who, was it the guy who was with Laurel, or the guy who was with
1: Sarah? I mean, and we'll get into that. And we'll get into that later. But Felicity and Walter back together again the awkward thing, because the Tempest account has been accessed to pay off um, Moyer's physician, Dr. Gill, that was mentioned last week. Yes. Because, because more, more, I love that, and we didn't mention it last episode, but I already, I already love that Walter already knows that Bea is not Robert's daughter. Yeah. Um, and Felicity, um, notes to Walter that the account has been accessed to pay off Dr. Gill, and I love how Walter pretty much blows her off, and she knows it, Felicity.
0: Which, which at one on one level is really shocking because Walter seems like the kind of person who would want to get into that, but on the other level, it's like, yeah, last time he got into something like that, he was kidnapped. And he was taken out for half a season. Well, and
1: probably he knew what Moira was going to do. They talked about it last episode. Right. Yeah. Like, they knew about it. And ultimately, and there's my word again, ultimately, this is all to protect Thea. Yeah. And that's what Oliver doesn't really understand. But we'll get into that later. I can understand how Oliver feels. Sarah returns... Because, like I said last episode, didn't I say last episode, the guy at the bar next to Laurel?
0: Yeah, you did. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I, I love that, that that was on the previously on. because I'm thinking, guy with beard, looks like he could be Middle Eastern. Yeah, it's probably yeah. a member of the League of Assassins. Yep. Yeah. And it's brilliant, because if Missa didn't poison um, Laurel, several would never have come back.
0: Yeah, probably not. Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, that's uh, that's a League of Assassins thing. Did you love Sarah on the bars? Or...
0: That was sweet. Yeah. I love Felicity's comment. Yeah, she's been doing that for like an hour.
1: And <laughs> Kate, Katie, an hour? Katie Likes, may I say, you have a very good-looking stomach. You have a very good-looking body.
0: Yeah, she does. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I was like Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much.
1: And 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 may I say, can I take a sidebar here? My friend Danielle is starting to watch Arrow. She has no interest in that show whatsoever. She only watches it because her boyfriend watches it, who's also a friend of mine. She only watches it because of Amel's half-naked body.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Well, how many people did did we know who would watch Smallville just to see Tom Welling without his shirt on?
1: Yeah, but... (laughs) But... but, uh, But... uh, Amel has had his shirt off more, t- more times than Tom Welling had screen time on it. Um, well, not only
0: that, but Amel is like 10 times more ripped than Welling was. Yeah. Yeah, and,
1: like, and I made a comment to a friend like, why does he always have to have his shirt off when he's in, in the cave? But I realized something today, because he's working out in the cave most times. Right. Yeah. And of course, exactly. and of course they have to film that. Yes, of course they do. Um, now, if only Sarah's
0: shirt could be off while she's working, I mean...
1: No, that no, that's you with, um, um, Kara, Kara Zorosa. So.
0: Well, yeah, I'd rather see her work out anyway.
1: Yeah. She could be great on, she could be great on error as something.
0: I, she should really be on that show at some point.
1: If it was a couple years ago, if it was a couple years ago and she was a little bit younger, I'd say cast her as Sarah.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but I, I was actually thinking about that the other day, and to see if I would cast Laura Vandervoort as Sarah still, I probably would, but mm-hmm. I kind of like Katie Lloyd's a little better.
1: Now she then looks like Laura. the same age as Katie Cassidy. That's why I wouldn't say no. Yeah, but that's, but but going back to Arrow, like, um, Sarah has no interest in staying in Sterling City any longer than she has to, knowing that Laurel's safe. And especially because her mom's back, too. Right. Your second favorite after, after um, Joanna.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yes. Um,
0: they should have just let her uh, get taken by Nessa and done with it.
1: Yeah, and I love the, the, the snake effect with the eye that will be in the episode. That is really cool.
0: I really did like that.
1: Um, I love that Laurel is still mali- as malignant as she ever was. Ugh. Like she, she oh, She is
0: terrible this season. Yeah. She, I'm like, she, I, I fought for her last season, and I tried to at the beginning of this year, and then I'm like, no, I just can't. She's
1: the new Quentin Lance. Yeah. What Quentin Lance was last season, she is this season. And, yeah. and um... And what I really loved about this is that she looks annoyed through that entire hospital scene. When everybody's trying to console her and make her feel better, she's like, get out. Yeah. Get out.
0: Well, and we see that come to a head at the end of the episode, too.
1: But you know what? That's how people usually react when they're in the hospital. Especially when they think nothing's wrong with them. Like, I, I was recently in the hospital, and I, I was like that to my nurses towards the end. I'm like, okay, I'm healed. You're just, you're just saying what you need to say because it's your job, but I don't need to hear it until get out. Yeah. Uh, and come to, come to think of it, this is not a Tangent Time episode, but I'm like that every time I'm in the hospital. Like, stay overnight at the hospital. Like, can we get this moving so I can leave?
0: I would, I would not want to be your nurse. <laughs> uh,
1: well, no, I mean, it's like, okay, I get what you're trying to say to me, but do you have to say it in such a way that you're like the doctor or you're like somebody important when there's probably three other people that can do this job?
0: at least they're doing their job. You have to give them that. They're
1: doing their job to their best of ability, sir. I mean, not not to not to take a total sidebar here, but watch the first season of Grey's Anatomy and then God forbid if you go to the hospital, it's very much like that. People are people are BSing outside outside your hospital room. And they are, and they are really looking for the next hot case to to move their career forward. Yeah, I was like, my God, after I tried to Grey's Anatomy after being in the hospital. I was like, my God, this is exactly like it is on that show. But, but going back to the episode, Dinah's back again. Michael's favorite character.
0: Yeah, no.
1: because everybody thought, um, Laurel did. Laurel tells Quentin that. She, he saw, she saw Sarah, and then, for Quentin's like, um, yeah, I need to go talk to my daughter right now. Do you love the fact that Quentin called Oliver twice? Once as Green Arrow and once is Oliver? Yes. And Oliver has, the this app on his, what I like to call his Arrow Galaxy S4.
0: Now, here's my question. When he hands that to Sarah and says, yeah, he wants to talk to you, does the voice changer go off
1: or no, does she no sound she like clicks something. I saw her click something on the phone. Okay. Yeah, there is the like a little button on the phone that you can like kinda like the Commissioner Gordon bat phone. Just in a gotcha. new way. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. It needed to be red though. If it was the Commissioner Gordon bat phone. Or green. All green. I think
0: they need a cor- a red cord phone in the arrow cave.
1: No, a green cord phone.
0: Or a green cord, cord phone. Yeah, that works.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yes, Commissioner, he's right here.
0: No, they need like the Super Friends Trouble Alert signal whenever uh, something happens.
1: Okay, and this is the perfect time for this. Meanwhile, Nyssa returns for Sarah. Yes. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, were you particularly shocked the way they did this?
0: Not at all, I saw it coming.
1: Well, well, to backtrack a little bit, Sarah talks to Quentin. Quentin tries to convince her to stay, but she's on her way out. Like, she doesn't have any bags packed, of course, but she's on her way out of Starling City until Rapunzel's hair, like, dwindles down. And down from Rapunzel's hair, Nissa comes in.
0: I just gotta say, how the League of Assassins do that thing while they twist down that rope, that is so cool.
1: Yeah. Where, where, like I've
0: seen, I've seen stuff done like that during magic shows and in the circus and stuff like that. But to see that done on TV is really cool.
1: Where they get that? Where they get room to carry that thing with them while they're like on the run? I'm still, I'm still confused that, but i will let it go.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> and so I love how Katie Lloyd's played it because you, you really don't know what Nissa is going, going to do to Sarah. Yeah. At least she doesn't. And then they have their little makeout section, makeout session. Um, Andy Babacht, our um, mutual friend on Acosta Airwaves, arrives. Said he was very happy to see, you know, a kind of le- lesbian relationship done on a superhero show. I have to say this before we go any further. I'm not a big proponent of just having that for the sake of having that. But I liked how it wasn't a big... They didn't make it into a big deal.
0: I, I did appreciate that they didn't make it into a big deal, yeah. Because
1: to me, that kind of stuff should not be highlighted or, you know, tossed under the rug. I think it should just be what it is, and let's move on because there's bigger things. And like, oh, we have a lesbian angle on the show, yay! Well, here's the issue, is
0: that everyone made it like it was the big deal of the episode. Like, everyone it really online- isn't. And it's really, it really isn't. It re- like, truly the biggest thing that happened in this episode, in my opinion, is when Oliver and Mora have their final scene.
1: Or, or what happens with the lances in, um, Laura Or what happens England. with the Lan- yeah. lances, yeah. Other yeah, than that, I, I, those are the big points. Yeah, I, because you know what, to me, and maybe this is because I'm very open-minded about this sort of thing, that doesn't matter to me anymore. Fair. It's not, it's not a big deal. Like, lesbians, or who's straight, who's gay. You know, that that stuff doesn't really register with me anymore. Yeah. Partly because I like to view people as people, and not what they are. I agree with you then.
0: I agree with you there wholeheartedly, yeah.
1: And with the whole League of Assassins thing, to loop this back into the episode, I think Ra's how like, he doesn't see race, he doesn't see gender, he doesn't see orientation. He just sees
0: people. (laughs) He's (laughs)
1: Well no, he just sees people Weak as they may be He just sees people Yeah (laughs) Those other other things are stuff that you can't change Right Yeah (laughs) But I love Mrs. Line to Oliver Um, can we go somewhere to talk Without your boyfriend
0: (laughs) I like that
1: Yeah And I love And I love And I like the whole idea of Oliver's not mad. Yeah. Because they're not in a relationship. At least not yet, anyway. Right. Right. I mean, and they've been through so much. A lesbian relationship isn't really actually on the radar. Yeah. After what those two have gone through together, like, that's, like, minuscule compared to Slade's still alive. Which, that's probably one of the other reasons why Sarah's sticking around. is because Slade might want to get at her, too.
0: Well, she didn't know, though. She didn't really understand that what happened to Slade.
1: Well, Oliver doesn't know, either. The point is, Slade knows. Right. And he's probably going to want to use Sarah for something else later. But, going back to n I I love how this how Nissa played it. And by the way, Nissa Al Ghul she does pronounce the name Raish Al Ghul, which probably makes you she happy.
0: Does. Yes, it does.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's just the way how you pronounce it, it's still spelled the same way. Um she still like plays it like her father. Nissa, by the way, is Ra's Al Ghul's older daughter. And Talia is her his younger daughter. Yes. Yeah. I love how she plays it because she manipulates words very very much the same way N- Liam Neeson played Ra's in the Dark Knight trilogy mm-hmm. because she's like I saved you 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 owe something to me I want right. I want to hurt you but I don't want to hurt you right and I'm, I'm a and and we all know the truth here. Nissa doesn't want to hurt Sarah. She doesn't want to hurt anybody. She just wants her to come back to another pot
0: Right, exactly.
1: And really, this should be, this episode should have been called League of Assassins Part 2.
0: Yeah, because that's all it was really. Yeah,
1: because the whole point of, um, what was that guy's name in the first part? The League of Assassins episode? Al All. The reason he comes in is to make sure that Sarah's still alive. Obviously, knowing that he's dead, Sarah is alive. Right. And that's the only reason why she came in. I don't even think she was worried about Malcolm Rowland. Right. And we're, we're led to believe that Ra's did let Malcolm Rowland out of the League of Assassins. Yes. But he failed. Which is probably something that's going to, at least not at least in the season, if not the series, going to be touched on more.
0: It would be very interesting to see a flashback of Malcolm's time at M- Park on
1: It would also be interesting if he if Sarah was alive.
0: Right, uh, yeah, that would also be extremely interesting.
1: Yeah, Have, because like I don't know, I don't know if the timeline would fit with that because. <sighs> When, when Malcolm was here, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah wasn't.
0: Which means she probably was still at Nanda Parbat before.
1: Yeah, because Malcolm Sarah. did come back. <laughs> Malcolm did come back to take care of Tommy, somewhat. Um,
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Um, this is, I love the whole thing with Nissa and um Sarah embracing, and she, she almost goes for the knife. Actually, Sarah actually wants her to kill her. Yeah. Because then, because then her fa- her, for all she knows, except for her dad, her family's dead. Yeah. Like they know she's dead. That's probably why Oliver didn't tell the truth about how Sarah Cornegon died. Because all he knew is that she did die. Right, where where she died before before this season really didn't matter.
0: No, all that matters is that she did.
1: Yeah, which is and, right. And, and truthfully, that's not lying. How? No, all of
0: never lied about that.
1: Yeah. How would how would their how would Dinah, Quincy, and Laurel knowing that change anything? Right. From their perspective, it wouldn't. Everything bad that happened on the island happened. To Oliver, more or less.
0: Yeah, and I mean, still Slade, Shadow, Yalfe, Sarah—they all got screwed over too. But, but, but they, it was but,
1: all they about but the Lance, but the Lances wouldn't care about all that other stuff. Right. All they wanted to know what happened was Sarah and what difference would it make? Um. Felicity finding out about um Tempest and confronting Moira was really interesting because I don't think those two have ever had a scene together. Moira and Felicity. just by the No,
0: music. I think I think you're right. I don't think they have.
1: Yeah, and I love how Moira's like, Miss Queen, or um, one of the maids is like, Miss Queen and uh, Miss Smoke is who to see you. Who? Who?
2: Exactly.
1: I love, love that running gag that no one knows who Felicity is.
0: But that's a good problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good problem. And that's a good I, I love the look at Susanna Townsend's face. But this entire scene, it's like, who the
0: hell are you and why are you in my house? Now, and you mentioned this to me, but I, I forget if it was before we started this recording or after. My mind is just blurring. But you, you felt all that more, uh, was channeling a little bit of Malcolm here.
1: Yeah. And
0: I, and I don't disagree. To me, it felt a lot more like Lionel Luther. Well,
1: films. they used the exact same lighting for, and I know it's like fire, but they used the exact same lighting that they used for the bulk of Malcolm and Morvis scenes in the mansion, or in the Queen Estate. Yeah.
0: yeah, that mysterious lighting.
1: Yeah, the orange, like, firelight. And I love that when when um, like Felicity's talking, Thompson has this look on her face like, Lady, would you shut up? Am I wrong? No. She looks like that to the entire scene, and Felicity really really doesn't know what she's stepped in.
0: No, she generally does not.
1: Yeah. And really and truly, she should have minded her own business. Yeah. I I agree. Because quite (laughs) honestly, no one's life was threatened. She doesn't know that Malcolm's still alive. Her meaning Felicity. Like, what did she get? If anything, this made her situation with Oliver, like, worse. Yeah. Because more right even though she's kind of manipulating Felicity when she says, you know, she, my son will hate me, but he's going to hate you too. That's manipulating in a sense, but I don't think that's completely wrong either.
0: No, I think to an extent she'll be right.:
1: Yeah. and I, and I love like that Moira's expression does not change out through this entire episode, or th- this entire scene.: Whereas Felicity, whereas Felicity looks like she needs to go change her underwear at the end of the. scene. Oh yeah.
0: Well, she's scared out of her mind. She doesn't even know what she's doing.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, again, and this goes back to my point. No one's life was threatened. No one's, you know, safety was threatened. Like, why did you need to go into this deeply? Yeah. If you knew the truth, then just back off.
0: Right. I mean... But at the same time, though, I'm kind of glad she told Oliver because if she didn't and then Oliver found out that she knew all along... Oh, yeah, I agree
1: totally. I'm just thinking in the context of Felicity and Moira, what did you gain from this?
0: Oh yeah, exactly.
1: You I gained, agree. With you gained nothing, and actually, this makes the situation with Thea even worse because everybody knows now except for Thea.
0: It's gonna and be so bad when Thea finds out.
1: Because with the exception of the Lances, and I'm assuming that Oliver's gonna dig the truth. Like I don't under, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see why he wouldn't. But yeah, like everybody except the Lances knows who Thea's actual father is. Yeah, And with everything that's going on with Roy right now, Thea is going to feel like she doesn't have anybody that she can trust.
0: Speaking of Roy, according to the trailer, he was supposed to fight Nessa in this episode, but that never happened.
1: Yeah, I think think that's out of place. If they did that.
0: Like, I was kind of sad about that, to be honest. I'm I'm not,
1: because that would have been too much.
0: Well, I don't disagree that it would have been too much. I I think you're right there, but still kind of sad that they shot it and they didn't get to put it in. And they even put it in the trailer.
1: Ah. Well, you know what? I like that it's such... What are the strengths of this episode? And I'm going to say it right now. This is one of the best episodes of the series. In terms of action, in terms of story, in terms of acting, I think this is one of the uh, best episodes of the series. Interesting. Uh, like there was no wasted scenes anywhere. Like I think. Not in, really. Um, no. I think in like five, maybe even like five years later, if the show goes that long, we're gonna look. We're gonna look back at this episode, you and I, and we're gonna like, yeah, this is one of the best episodes of the series. We probably will. Yeah, because because like, will. look at how everybody. Behave like again, there's no way, there's not a wasted scene anywhere. And like for me, in the TV show, I really I see that about any TV show.
2: That's true,
1: yeah. Um, but going back to Felicity and um, Oliver and uh, Moira, I love the look on a face when he realizes the truth. When we go back to him, yes, because. Yeah. I, I was
0: so anxious during that scene when they had, like, three scenes in between when Felicity starts to tell him and when she ends telling him, Yeah. and I was just like, what is he going to do, and then shows his face, I'm like, oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, he knows, yeah. and and even before he starts saying anything, or even admits to Moira that Oliver, Oliver admits to Moira that he knows, she really, you can tell she knows he knows.
0: Yeah. Well, and then I love when he hugs her and he he goes, I know, and walks away.
1: Yeah. No, kisses
0: kisses Thea and walks away.
1: Yeah. And, And really, Thea was used as a prop in this episode. I say that because you really didn't even say anything.
0: I mean, uh, she was really just a plot device in this episode. Like, her name was dropped so many times, but she wasn't necessarily involved. Well,
1: exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, like she's a prop in this episode. Not dissing Willa Holland at all, but, like, that's what she was used in this episode. Yeah. She doesn't even say anything. Like, I watched this episode right before we recorded. I, like, all she does is, like, laugh and smile. She's like, hero from what you do about nothing. Yeah. Like, um, that's, that's her role in this episode.
0: Which is fine. It didn't need to be a big role anyway. Yeah, I, I, I,
1: I, guess, I guess I would have preferred Thea over... Roy over, over Thea if we were going to, like, um, omit an... <coughs> so, sorry, omit a performer. But I pref- I think this was fine. Yeah. Because it was a nice visual thing, too. At the... When Morra announced her candidacy that the problem is Thea or the issue is Thea. Yeah. And I love the look on Thea's face. Like she can sense something else is going on too. But um going back to the Al Ghul storyline, um, Nissa can- won't kill Sarah. But she will um go um try to convince her to go back with her and that's when she abducts Dinah from Walls hospital.
0: Yep. Which is a really fast-paced scene.
1: One of the I best action scenes Bam has ever done, I think.
0: The, ba- the best was when they were riding on the motorcycle and Sarah just jumps off onto the car. Yeah. That was incredible.
1: I, I don't know how they knew that someone was abducted.
0: The, that's the only problem.
1: But you know what the the scene moves so fast you don't even worry you don't even think about that. I only thought about that like the second time through I was watching it
0: like that I think that's the only hole in the whole episode,
1: yeah, but you forgive it because you get such an awesome scene and I talked to Blake Neely on social media <coughs> excuse me and i and I told him that this was one of the. His best episodes music-wise, especially with the van and motorcycle chase. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything everything, Bam did in that scene was just fantastic. Especially love the reintroduction of the Canary Cry. That was so good. Yeah. And classic Green Arrow Black Canary thing going on with them on the motorcycle. I know it's not lore Yes, Yeah, which I also love. But... I think I think the theme of this episode is this No Yes. Like three, or four characters say that say the no line. Like Dinah later, Nissa and Sarah. I loved how she played it though, when she found out when she looked in and saw her mother in there.
0: Yeah. I thought I thought it was a little over the top to be honest, but I did not mind because we got to see it.
1: Yeah. Felicity tells Oliver we we already touched on and I love the thing with Felicity telling Oliver about her family like how her family's kind of broken and how she views Oliver not as like only as a potential lover but like her family and she doesn't want to lose that yeah I don't think Oliver's mad at Felicity
0: no I think he's more mad with his mom for sure
1: well because Felicity didn't lie to him that's true. I mean, it took her a while to tell him the truth, but, you know, she did tell him.
0: Mm hmm.
1: All of her speech, though, was so. I loved how oh, no, played that. That would have been
0: extremely awkward in real life if someone gave a speech like that. It
1: felt awkward just watching you, too.
0: Yeah, it didn't feel really awkward watching it. I was kind of like, okay, and what are all these other TV reporters thinking about this?
1: Yeah, and you can see, like I said before, you can see on Thea's face, she's like, what is going on here? Mm-hmm. And then he goes into, oh, my mom's such a wonderful person, and she killed my dad, and she killed my other dad. She almost <laughs> killed my other dad. And now, and, now, and now my, my sister, my sister's my best friend's also sister, whose dad I tried to kill. God, I need a drink.
0: <laughs> that would have been a much better speech.
1: <laughs> yes, that's, by the way, that's how, um. Stephen Amell actually talks, by the way, too. Um, who, di- <laughs> who didn't see Sarah poisoning herself?
0: I'll be honest. I, I re- like the first time I saw this episode, I thought that she was gonna do it to Nessa, um, and then the second time I wa- the second time I watched it, I was like, why did I even think that?
1: Well, because of what Oliver says to Dick. Sarah's not stupid. She knows if she tries to kill Nessa, t- something ten times worse is gonna happen. Right. Cause you don't screw with Wazo cool.
0: Although I guess maybe the reason I was thinking that she would have poisoned Nessa is because she wasn't in her right mind because her mother was in danger.
1: Yeah, but, <clears throat> but I think but I think Sarah's more rational than that. The kind of things that Sarah's been through, she wouldn't do anything that <laughs> crazy. She's not a miracle.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, um, well, no. I mean, um, <clears throat> Mora and Blood, sir. I love the scene.
0: That was great.
1: I love that, though, like, Sebastian Blood wasn't pissed off when Moira didn't back down. He looked kind of actually kind of like attracted to her.
0: Well, and I think in a way he really wanted her to run against him so that he could win and beat her.
1: And was the and was this Slate's plan? Possibly. I although could, it's, I could see this being Slate's plan. Say again? What?
0: That's that obviously blood was out of the loop, if that was the case.
1: Well, yeah, of course. Well, blood is a pawn, to Slade. Well, right. Like, anybody... I almost, want, I almost
0: wonder if it wasn't Slade's plan, and that's why he says later in the episode that he's going to take care of it.
1: Well, and and I think in the next two episodes or so, Slade's going to reveal himself to somebody. Yeah. Whether it be Sarah, whether it be Oliver, he's going to reveal himself to somebody.
0: Yeah, do you think it's control. possible that Slade will kill Sarah? I could see it. Because I think that might be where it's going.
1: Or, But we need Sarah and Laurel to mend fences.
0: Well, yeah, it won't happen before then.
1: Yeah. But
0: I, I think it, I I w- think it I will happen. I would
1: really like S- Sarah to train more.
0: That would be very cool.
1: I mean, I don't want Oliver and Oliver to train Laurel. I want it to be Sarah.
0: I just, yeah.
1: Uh, and, I, I don't, and that I just
0: don't, depends I, on how long they want to keep her on.
1: I know Andy's going to hate me for saying this, but I want Sarah to be on rather than um, Slade at this point.
0: I would agree with you at this point,
1: yeah. Yeah. Because there's much more story stuff for, for Slade to do. In present time, I mean, like, obviously they could do Manu Bennett on the island more. right? But in present time, yes. I would rather keep Slade in present uh, Would not want to keep Slade in present time and actually keep Sarah in present time.
0: Well, and I think a lot like we thought about Malcolm Merlin last last year, I think we really want Slade to be alive and around for a good while in the present. We don't want him to be used as a villain this season and then to leave. We want yeah. him to stay around in some capacity. Yeah. So I, I, I think if that's the case, take Slade off for a few episodes, keep his plan going, and bring it into season three so that Sarah can be on during this season.
1: And you know what and you know what I mean, we'll get uh, we'll get into this more when we go into the spoilers. But of who's going to die and who's going to live at the end of the season. But, um, I love the look on Dinah, Dinah's face when she sees Sarah is alive. And then, bye mom, I mean, I have to die now, bye. Yeah. I love that she only gets to be with her daughter for like two seconds. <laughs>
0: After she made such a big deal about it last year.
1: Yeah, and you, you love that she was right this whole time, didn't you, sir?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yes, you love that that's, that's my one
0: issue with Sarah being alive is I have to admit now that that crazy woman was right
1: not in the way not, not in the way that she thought but she was right enough
0: yeah yeah same difference
1: yes but
0: yeah. I was I was a little disappointed about that but other
2: than that I, mean, I, I was
1: shocked when Sarah poisoned herself I was like yeah you're at the you're at your own grave you're gonna go kill yourself aren't you'
0: <laughs> that sounds so bad.
1: Well, I'm sorry. Any time a character does that on a genre show,
0: you're at your own grave. Now go kill yourself. Yeah, you what? know,
1: you know, you know. They're not going to just go to Olive Garden and then have breadsticks and salad.
0: I, I, I mean, at least Oliver didn't go kill himself after the second episode where he went to see his grave because well, that yeah, would have been a really
1: well, short no. Episode. Because yeah, that would have been a really short series. And, but no, Oliver had a mission. Yeah. Like, at this point, I can understand Sarah's reasoning that, like, my family would be safer if I was really dead. Right. Because they already know I'm dead anyway, so what difference does it make? Right.
0: Although, Nessa obviously doesn't care, and she's like, yeah, she's gonna die, so you're gonna die with her. Have fun.
1: I loved this, going into this next thing, I loved when the arrow shoots Nessa, and Nessa just goes, like, falls back Matrix-style and picks up her bow and arrow. Yes. Like, holy, I was like, holy crap, (laughs) holy crap, you are a member of the League of Assassins, aren't you?
0: Now, I was kind of mad that she used a bow and arrow. Because I feel like too many members of the League of Assassins on this show are using a bone and arrow and not enough are using swords, which is their signature weapon.
1: Yeah. Would, it's you, would, you, me. would you prefer bow staff, sir?
0: I would, really. Bo's... Because that's what I mean, that's what Sarah's using. Yes. I would rather Nessa be using that too.
1: Yeah. And didn't and didn't like the uh, the one League of Assassins member like from League of Assassins episode that I can't. Pronounce his name. Didn't he, like, make a crack at the arrow, saying, why are you using bow and arrows?
0: Yeah, he did. So my question is, if he's making a crack like that, why is Nessa, the daughter of the leader of this team, of this group, using one? It makes no sense.
1: Maybe he prefers to use something else. I guess. But not guns. But not guns, no. Yeah. Um, Not
0: right crosses either.
1: Yeah. I love... I, if nothing else, I love League of Assassins because we get we get awesome martial arts and awesome fight scenes.
0: Plus we get the clock tower, which I really hope comes back in the Birds of Prey
1: episode. Well, they're going to start a revolution sir.
0: Oh, yeah, it will.
1: we we, t- we totally need to do the Logo Hunters episode. Either start with that song or fade out with that song.
0: It might be both.
1: Yes! <laughs> it, it, it really might be both. And, and, of course, Oracle with the wheelchair. Yeah, well,
0: no, we got no Oracle. We got Felicity Smoke.
1: That's going to be Felicity, actually. She's going to be in a wheelchair, and she's going to be the new Oracle. I'm calling it.
0: It would be very interesting is that if at the beginning of the episode, something happened to Felicity, and she had to be in the wheelchair for the rest of the episode. Yes!
1: the Yes, the... Um, uh, death in the family.
0: This. Yes. yes. How ironic. Yes.
1: How except, for, except for the Joker, it's going to be Count Vertigo.
0: Back from the dead. Yes. I would. I would be so happy. Yes.
1: That's what so I said.
2: No
0: happy.
1: That's what I
0: said. What if Slade at the end of the season has Count Vertigo in like a tube pumped with mirakuru He's just bringing him back to life. I'd be so happy.
1: That's your Tumblr fanfic, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's my fanfic right <laughs> there. That'll never happen. But that, like, if that happened, it would be over.
1: Hey, they could restart the Arrow comic. You could run. I, I it.
0: yes. Well, I would officially call Arrow the best show I've ever seen in my entire life. If that happened,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it
0: would be official.
1: Um, what? um, Oliver, like before he goes to help Sarah, he has the super herbs from his case, and. Gets the super to case. We think to cure Nessa, but actually it's going to cure, cure or cure Sarah. Right. And she yeah. does, and he does. And yeah, I want to know what
0: other medications Oliver was taught on the island.
1: Yo, Faye. Yo, Faye. <laughs> you need to write a book, Yao Fei. But it's kind of hard than you did. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Nyssa releases, um, Sarah from the League of Assassins. I don't think that... I'm not totally sure if that's legal or not. Legal? From, like, the League of Assassins perspective. Just because Nyssa let her go, is Roz gonna let her go?
0: Quite honestly, I'm not sure what Grace what, caring at all. I, th- I think it yeah, was there's, more... Yeah, there's an argument
1: awesome. to be made that... Do, I'm I'm gonna use R- Roz, will speak. Daughter... You go deal with your own love interests on your own time. I have, Right. I have bigger problems to deal with.
0: Right. I, I don't think he's really gonna be concerned with losing one one person as opposed to losing like the whole rest of his league.
1: And I'm wondering if Roz even knows about this.
0: Yeah, he might not.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't even think that this would even register for him.
0: I mean, he's not an idiot, but that doesn't mean he cares a whole lot well, about it.
1: Well, Russell goes like this kind of guy that, we, and we saw this on Batman the Animated Series. He doesn't deal with much for trifles, does he? No. He's above that, unless somebody actually did something to him personally, like we saw in Dark Knight Rises. Right. And I'm right. And uh, now that I'm talking, I'm wondering what actually his real birth name actually is.
0: I don't think it's ever actually said.
1: Yeah, because I'm assuming that's not his actual birth name. That's a name he adopted. Kind of like Voldemort.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, Rachel Gould, like, they've never actually said his name.
1: I don't know if it's important or not, but, like, that can't be his real name.
0: It would be interesting if it was, but I doubt it.
1: Even the Joker had, like, a a real name. We don't know what it is because he's changed it so much. Like, we don't know what's real and what's not anymore.
0: I just go with Jack Napier, but, yeah. you know.
1: But, but still, even he's, even the Joker says, I'm not even sure if that's my real name.
0: Right. Right, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, but w- I think we're going, w- you, you've you said, and this is kind of a spoiler, we will see Nyssa again. Yes. Maybe not in present time, maybe, maybe not in present time. I'm assuming that she's not going to be in present time.
0: It, yeah, it could be in the past. Because they be said, in-
1: because they said, just because like a character comes back doesn't mean they're necessarily going to be involved in the present, pre- the present story.
0: Which I'm okay with because I don't think you need her in the present again.
1: No, except if it involves Malcolm.
0: But and, and even then, like I, I mean, the way they wrote her off, I think it. I don't think you just. I just don't think you need her again.
1: Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, your favorite scene.
0: My favorite scene, absolutely, is Oliver confronting Mara.
1: And really, this is the—I think this has more to do with him, with her lying to him, rather than you know, Malcolm.
0: Yeah, I mean, at this point, Malcolm in Oliver's eyes is dead. Yeah, he's not really concerned with the content of information that she kept with from him and Thea, as much as he is the actual fact that she kept that away.
1: It could have been Moira's had her own fortune all along and was just using Robert for his fortune. Yeah. It could have been anything major, really. It didn't matter. And I think if Oliver was told this during the trial, I don't think he would have said what he said in this episode.
0: Probably not. Yeah, probably not. Yeah.
1: And... And he's done with her, in private. He'll keep appearances for Thea and for her champion, but he's done.
0: Which it's wow, it's so sad.
1: And it's I mean, it's kind of awkward I, that they still live in the same house and not talk to each other.
0: Yeah, because to an extent, like I'm really sad for Mora. Because I, I think on some level she deserved that from Oliver, but on another level she didn't because Oliver just not whole. From basic
1: human level to to son to, to mother, you can feel yeah. for her. Yeah. But the extenuating circumstances, no. Yes. But this, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do the flashbacks first because that actually leads into the scene in Laurel's apartment. Andy kind of disagreed. He thought it was sweet. I thought it was kind of disturbing seeing how happy the Lances were.
0: Back, like, before the flashback? Yeah.
1: Like, the six flashbacks? years ago, yeah. yeah. I was like, this isn't weird. This isn't Yeah, I felt like
0: I was watching The Twilight Zone.
1: And it's kind of filmed that way, too. The characters yeah. they use. Because I was creeped out through the, the majority of these flashbacks.
0: Yeah, I was too. Yeah,
1: I'm. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Andy. We're not meaning to like call you out, but I was disturbed uh, this entire thing. <coughs> Laurel smiling. Laurel smiling and happy.
0: Well, and I mean, we even saw that last last season a little bit in the episode "The Undertaking" back when they had the flashbacks of her and Oliver from before the whole island and all that. But
1: Laurel's like, "Shame." Yeah. Oh. Well, and even
0: and even back then, Laurel like. We have the digital comics where we find out that Sarah is really not a good person. W- before the uh, before the whole island but incident, but this
1: actually makes Laurel kind of look bad too.
0: Right, Laurel like wasn't any better. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe she's a little bit better, but really, not really.
1: And I told and I told Andy this like off microphone. It was like. More, I mean Sarah. Laurel growing up, I'm assuming that it's like Laurel's the older, responsible one. She's re- still really good looking, but she really is like a stick in the mud, personality yeah. wise. And she's like, you know, she 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 was on her high horse even then. Yeah. Like, like she really, she really was on her high horse. While Sarah is like. The cuter, younger one—that's more, uh, more, more of a good time. Yeah. Like you want to be around her.
0: Yeah. Oh, and and it's not even that you don't want to be around Laurel back then. It's more like once you actually start asking her questions about things that she actually has to think about, she flips out at you.
1: Yeah, and she has a very clear idea of what her perfect world is.
0: Yeah. And if anything should threaten that, even if it's just saying something like Sarah does, yeah, I'm going to shut you out.
1: And really, and really, she looks at Oliver like a pet project back then.
0: I mean, I don't know about that, but she definitely doesn't look at him maybe like she should.
1: Well, I'm saying pet project in the sense of, you know, he's a bad boy that I can make better.
0: I don't know, I never really got that vibe. I never felt I, I it
1: it's underli- it's an underlying thing, but I totally got that like she oh thinks gosh. that he can she can redeem him and make him more respectable, which I don't think it's totally fair because we haven't really seen Oliver before the boat really or before the affair with Sarah
0: that's true I don't know i I just felt like Laurel wanted to be with him. I thought it was more lust than love, really.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what it seemed like to me. And maybe it was turning into love before the boat incident, which is why maybe she was so distraught, but I don't know.
1: And you're talking about Laurel or Sarah here. I'm talking about Laurel here. Yeah. Because he's really trying to make the perfect life for himself. Yeah. Kind of the same way requirement. which Which isn't wrong,
0: necessarily. But the way she's going about it isn't the best way out kind
1: of the way Quinn d- does with Dinah actually He's got a hints at the fact that he was trying to make the perfect marriage, whereas Dinah really wasn't interested
0: Yeah, but at least there with Lance he had the right idea. he did it for the right reasons. there's an
1: argument to be made that if sir if sir even if Sarah didn't go on that boat, maybe they would have gotten divorced anyway.
0: Yeah, but we'll never know.
1: But my point in all of this, and another creepy another creepy thing was how happy and adjusted Quinn Lance was in the scene.
0: Yeah, that was weird.
1: I mean, it was really cool for Paul Blackthorn to play something that he normally doesn't play. Right. Where And the same thing with Katie Cassidy, too, playing the bright, happy Laurel character again. I loved the whole plate scene. When she sees on the TV.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I love Moira coming in and telling the lances that Sarah was on the boat too. The look on um, Laurel's face is a combination of oh my god, Sarah's gone too. Oh my god, they were Oliver cheated on me. Oh my god, Sarah lied to me. Yeah. And here's Here's one thing that I really, I really didn't think about before this whole, before this recording. The only reason Sarah came back was to see Oliver from college. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Like, that was the only thing that she came back for. And the only reason she came home was to get room and board. Yep. And... uh, Exactly. And... There's, guilt, there's wrong on both ends here. But my point is, like, going into the my favorite scene with the lances, you know you know, crap's about to go down right here. Oh, yeah. Because what Laurel did to Oliver in the pilot is, like, times ten with Sarah. Yep. Because, and Laurel knows this, I think it was on Oliver's personality to cheat on Laurel. Yeah, like he, like she knew, like, and they, and they talked about it in the flashback. They knew Oliver's personality even before this happened.
0: Oh yeah, I so mean he wasn't very hard to figure out.
1: So she wasn't shocked that Oliver did this to her. Oliver did this to. Laurel, but she's more mad and more shocked that her little sister would do this to her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like lie to her face, also ruin her life, ruin her parents' marriage, and basically make Laurel into Quentin's babysitter.
0: And to an extent, Laurel is somewhat justified in that.
1: But you know what? I, and I also think this too, it's called, that's called life.
0: Oh, it is, but, you know, you, have, you end up in our show without the drama.
1: Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I'm with that, but it's like this problem with Laurel feeling holier than thou to to people, That this just makes it even worse. Because when Laurel finds out that Sarah's alive at the docks when she follows Quentin, the look on her face is like, again, no matter what, my mom and dad forgive Sarah for everything. Yeah. Where, whereas, if it was me, I would never, no, I would nowhere near get that same kind of attention.
0: Which again, somewhat true.
1: Yes. But. And I love the and I love the look of Quentin and Quentin and Dinah's face. Like they're not they're not denying anything the Laurel's saying. Nope. Because that, that is, there is an argument to be made that everything that Laurel says is true. I love them in the background when Laurel throws the glass at the door. Yeah. Because, because like I said, she, she meaning Laurel was mad at Oliver, sure. But she was even more pissed off at Sarah.
0: And Oliver said something earlier this season that I still, I still remember very clearly. When he's talking to Sarah, is why don't you tell her? Because when you do, she'll be happy to see you. She'll just hate me, and it'll we'll all be okay. But I think, quite honestly, it's going to be
1: the opposite. Because, quite honestly, Laurel's still in love with Oliver. Oh yeah. You know, Oliver. Oliver's done things that, you know, she they still have feelings for each other. Those two, Oliver and Laurel. Yeah. It's,
2: always-
1: di- it's, it's different when it's a family member. Yeah. And really, really, Oliver screwed up her life, sure, but Sarah screwed it up in ways that Oliver couldn't even touch.
0: Well, and if it had just been Oliver who died on that... Oliver and his dad who died on that boat, then, uh, yes, would Laurel's life have been turned upside down still? Yeah, but she'd still have her sister there.
1: Yeah, and she'd still have her family. Right.
0: And... Because Sarah was on there as well, all of that came crashing down.
1: Yeah, and honestly, like Oliver didn't force Sarah on that boat; she went willingly. And it probably it was her idea to to go go on that boat too. Probably. Yeah. So this actually makes Katie Cassidy. Gives Katie Cassidy an extra depth to her character that she didn't have before, and how is she gonna feel if Oliver and Sarah start dating again?
0: Yeah, that's gonna be
1: yeah, and that will be bad. Yeah, and quite honestly, like this is actually making Laurel look more and more worse, and making more and more worse in the sense that she's justified in everything that she's saying. Right. And possibly making her addictions even worse too. Yep. Because, like yeah. I said, when, last week with the, with the whole substance justification thing, like she, yep. she, she's completely justified in her eyes. And like you just said, you, you, she isn't she not right. Like she can't became from number two daughter to number one provider and caregiver. To everybody.
0: And she didn't have a choice. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, yeah, there was a choice. Let Quentin but, die. Well, yeah. Yeah, and but, of course... That, that
2: wasn't... It's not really a
0: choice, because yeah, there's no yeah, way to let and, that happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, and exactly, and I completely understand... And I kind of knew that when they announced Sarah was coming back this season, the thing that the thing that Laurel said to Oliver was gonna be ten times worse. What he's what she said to her him in the pilot was going to be ten times worse when she finds out Sarah's alive.
0: And really, Laurel was doing pretty good the last five years, including season one.
2: Yes, like maybe
0: that first year after the incident, she was. In a, in a downward spiral, but after that, she was okay.
1: Yeah, I, I watched the pilot on Netflix like to get prepped for this episode, I think before and after I saw the episode. She wasn't doing all that bad.
0: Yeah, it wasn't until Tommy died and Sarah came back that her life went to hell again.
1: Well, no, I, I wouldn't even go further. It's not until Oliver came back that her life was like turned upside down again.
0: No, because I think even in season one, she was doing alright until the end.
1: Yes, yes and no. Because, well, it's the whole Batman creates his own problems argument. Like, Sterling City was doing bad, sure. But at that point, at the beginning of the pilot, it wasn't doing that bad yet. Until Oliver started taking out the list.
0: Yeah, well, and... But if Oliver hadn't, at the same time, the device would have still gone off, and it would have been probably worse than Oliver being here in the first
1: place. I I agree, but all, all I'm saying is Starling City and Laurel weren't doing that bad, at, like at the pilot,
0: like. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, like Laurel. Laurel still had to take care of her dad. Sure, their pa- her parents were divorced, and like, but she she had a very like unusual relationship with Tommy, but like she was still a well-adjusted person.
0: Yeah, she was okay.
1: Yeah. So, it goes back to my argument. Was her life really as bad as she likes people to believe it is?
0: Yeah.
1: And, my, and the answer to that, I think, is no. Because, honestly, it, it's not really that bad. You just want to yell at somebody. And even though you're justified in yelling at Sarah, you're not completely justified. But, um,
2: let's get she, into it. After
1: five
0: it. years, she just wants to let it go, Lou.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, she needs to let Sarah in, and and I have to wonder if the cold really bothers her. Anyway, anyway, um.
0: I saw that again last night. So good.
1: Nine hundred million dollars made worldwide.
0: That is so ridiculous, but it's so good.
1: Yes. You either love that movie, you either love that movie or you hate it.
0: Yeah, I, I went with a, I went with a friend who has seen it. She has seen it four times.
1: God, I, and I'm like I cannot, like, I'm I cannot like, imagine. This is why I pre-ordered the Blu-ray, because I don't. I can't imagine what Blu-ray, and, like DVD and digital sales are going to be in this thing.
0: I know it's going to be like the amount of money they're making now is good, but when it gets out on DVD, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. um, here's one more thing. One more thing I want to get into, and then we'll, then, then we'll. Go. We'll talk more about Frozen, possibly on a, on a Tangent
2: Time episode. Um, the Easter eggs. Lots of Easter yeah.
0: eggs. Let's go hunting. We had some good ones uh, this, this episode. Not as many as we normally do, but still pretty good nonetheless. Uh, when Nessa first appears at the airport, she goes under the name Rotko, which is actually the name of the character in the comic. She's called Nessa Rotko, until later she, when she takes over the League of Assassins from her father after defeating him. Um, she calls herself Nessa Ghoul then, but before it was Nessa Ratko, which is very interesting. And I like that they kept that continuity. Ha!
1: Huh, you uh, think uh, Rosal dies? Rosal doesn't
0: die. Well, he didn't die, but she yeah. defeated him yeah. to an extent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Rachel El is on here under the Easter eggs again because, of course, he was named dropped. Of course he's going to be.
2: Yes. We had yeah. the
0: Canary Cry, which Wu uh, mentioned earlier back when Sarah found out that Dino was taken.
1: I think that's She's a good freed. use of the Canary Cry for this universe. Does that have it be a device.
0: Yeah. well, not And not even that, but like, even when she freaks out after finding out that her mom was taken and she does that scream. Like, that that in and of itself was a reference.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean, totally. I wish the thing was smaller, though. Like, you could hook it onto a belt. The canary Card,
0: Or, uh, the collar thing. Well, yeah, like, under-
1: push a button when you come into a room. Yeah. Like on your belt. If it's something that can be swatted away, it's different.
0: It'd be kind of cool if it was attached to our most Staff, too.
1: Yeah. Well, I like the idea, but... And this is going into Batman, too. I like the idea that you just need to push a button and something happens. Yes. Um, Delta like Charlie 52. 52, yes. meaning the new 52.
2: Delta Charlie.
0: Yes. DC. Yes. Yes. yes, DC Comics, New 52, again, another reference to that, but this time by Lance, so that's, that's pretty cool.
1: Hopefully when the series ends, the new mayor of Starling City, Jeff Johns, takes over.
0: If Jeff Johns was on the show, and, his, and he had a character named Jeff Johns, and he was the mayor, that'd be amazing.
1: Yeah, not him specifically, but a character named Jeff Johns.
0: I think a rule on all CW uh, DC Comics shows has to be that a char- there has to be a character named Jeff Johns.
1: And he's the most evil human being on the planet, according to, according to Smallville.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. I, th- I think that needs to be a thing. Yes.
1: I think that, anyway. I think that character's name was actually spelled G J E F F J O N S Jeff yes. Johns. Yes. But Twitter's thoughts, a lot of times since we've done this...
0: Oh, it has been, and I'm I'm glad we are doing this again, because you guys definitely had some good things. Well, yeah, pretty much good things to say. Uh, first of all, we have the one Ruster who said, I don't care what happens the rest of tonight's Arrow. The best part was watching the TSA's ass handed to them on a platter.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's pretty good.
1: Yes, I do like that. Because we've all been there. Come on, we've all been there.
0: Uh, Nick G said, the rate and direction this season of Arrow is going, the finale is going to be epic. Yes. I I completely agree. Verdant Arrow said loved all the women except for Laurel. Obvious music, obvious kiss both times. Uh, Oliver does the right thing to Sonya. Yes. The Red Hood said that the episode was unreal.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, I do. I did favorite this because I really I really loved it. For those of you who are who are Walking Dead fans, the Walking Dead season four mid season premiere returns tonight. But a guy on Twitter said, uh, named Greg Katzman, said, "You know what would be the most frustrating episode of TV ever? A Walking Dead Arrow crossover about Andrea and Laurel teaming up." <laughs> and yeah, it, that would that would be just about it.
1: Yes.
0: Uh, so someone just said this episode has to be the best so far. Glad there are more episodes left in the season. Bell Bell Review said Oliver has to go through the entire pop of population of city before he kisses Felicity. I like Oliver disowning more of, but not telling Thea is bad.
1: Yeah. I, I Can we just take a sidebar, please? If there's more tweets, we'll get to them. What is this big deal with Felicity and Oliver?
0: I, you know what? I don't know. I just want to be so done with it. It's
1: ridiculous. I, I don't get it.
0: I don't either. And I, Michael, like, you
1: know me. I'm a big proponent of romance.
0: Absolutely, but it just doesn't work.
1: It, it works like it. It works less than Chloe and Chloe on Smallville.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, well, I mean, this, Chloe and Oliver on Smallville, like at least they somewhat did that to a, in a way that made the fans happy. But this, like, ugh, I don't even. I don't even like this.
1: Yeah, I never viewed Felicity with Oliver, and I don't. And quite honestly, and I don't want this to happen, of course, but I could see Felicity being the one to die.
0: Oh, well, that would be bad.
1: Because you don't want to see Diggle die. I mean, and that's the other one that I was thinking of.
0: Yeah, if I'll be honest, I'd rather have Felicity die than Diggle, but I wouldn't want Felicity to die either.
1: Because I think it needs to be somebody sacrificed again. I think that's going to be like the the main story of this of this series.
0: What is? Like, somebody needs to die at the end of every season. Well, I think it's a... I shouldn't say... I could be proven
1: wrong. I could be proven wrong.
0: No, I I don't disagree with you. I I think to an extent, and I don't want to say it... And just be careful how you hear me say this. I, I think it's good for Oliver, because it will reignite his passion for the work he's doing, but it's not necessarily a good thing that these characters are going to be dying all the time.
1: Well, it's like the same thing with Batman. That's like a similar thing with Batman. Yeah. Not not frequ- not frequent, as frequently, of course, or at least I hope not, but I understand what you're saying. Are there more tweets?
0: There are a few more tweets. Uh, Phil Brady said, definitely a lot of unexpected twists. I'm impressed by Oliver and Felicity, ashamed of Laurel. Joshua, uh, Joshua Henney said, I liked it, it was fun. Brian Huxley said, I thought they could have used the time better to give us more info and move the plot forward because it felt like half an episode. And Lauren from TV Ever After said, it was good, it gasped for, for a bit when Nessa kissed Sarah, a very strong episode on the land. Hold on.
1: Hold on, before Lauren's tweet, who is this, who is this person again?
0: The other guy? Yes. Um, his name is Brian Holsey.
1: Brian, Brian, what episode were you watching, sir? Half an episode? <laughs> really, Brian? Did it sound like Sip Meyers from Saturday Night Live? Really? Really? It
0: really? I mean, to an ex- Like, I, I think, to an extent. The beginning was a little slow, but I don't think the whole episode
1: was slow. It was not half an episode. Did not see it. it was not half an episode. I do not see this half an episode, so... it actually felt like a like a two hour episode to me.
0: Well, if you if you add League of Assassins to it, I would consider it like a full two hour episode, but yeah. I don't like by itself I don't know if I would.
1: Yeah. I wonder if Sarah's gonna, Sarah's gonna find those tracers that Oliver's planning on, or now that Oliver's taking off her, her clothes in the Arrow Cave. Yeah, I said it.
0: Oh, he's keeping those clothes.
1: Yeah. Um. And he Andy, Andy was a little bit a little bit perplexed of why they ended the episode like that. We didn't say that in the episode like rundown, but it's like a CWWB like tradition to end to end. To start a hiatus with that.
0: Yeah, they do that. I I we don't like it, but that's what they but do. But it's that. like
1: that for every show. Dawson's Creek was like that, Tree Hill was like that. Like so many like so many other shows on the CW are like that. NW.
0: There hasn't I don't think there's been one C W show. I don't think even Supernatural that has been exempted from it at least once.
1: Yes. Because quite honestly they work.
0: Yeah, they do. I mean we don't necessarily have to like it, but they do work.
1: But and I think even NBC has done that a couple times on their networks, on their shows too. Like all networks that. Yeah. Do it.
0: Yeah. Because it's just the, it's just a plot device, really.
1: Come on, even Big Bang Theory did it recently.
0: I am so behind on Big Bang Theory. It's so sad. I'm
1: not. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you what happened. Or maybe I will off microphone. If you've seen this week's episode of Big Bang There, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh my.
1: Yeah. Um
2: well, well follow follow us on our Facebook, uh, Across the Airwaves. We have a Google Plus page. Our website is across the Across the Please click our iTunes link. If you buy anything off of iTunes, we get a cut of it. We also have our Twitter, at Arrow Podcast, for the Longbow Hunters. We have our general Across the Airwaves Twitter, at Across the Airwaves. My personal Twitter is at MJPenny7. No, that's actually Michael's. Mine is actually at WSK9002, at wsk 9002. Our voicemail is 1773 809 3363. That's 1773 809 3363. Please specify Longbow Hunters if you want your voicemail aired on the show. If you want to email us, our email is at across the airwaves at gmail.com. Across the airwaves at gmail.com. Please specify Longbow Hunters. Um, Is there anything else, Mike?
0: No, that seems about it. Um, Guys, we unfortunately are going to be on a hiatus for, I think, two weeks it will be. And we'll come back
1: four weeks later, because that's what we do
0: apparently. Yeah, and we'll come back four weeks later. (laughs) Uh, But we will be back. um, The next episode airs February 26th, which is the day after my brother's birthday, actually. Also, thank you to
1: Christopher Wytrack for designing our logo. Sorry to cut out, Michael.
0: No problem. Yeah, so we'll we'll be returning with the Clock King episode of Arrow time of death, which will be very exciting. We'll talk about that in the, in the spoilers in a, in a few minutes. But, um, yeah, so we will be gone for about two weeks. We are hoping to get a tangent, at least one tangent time in there.
1: Because we have a lot yeah. to talk about with the Super Bowl ads, fantastic Super yeah. Bowl ads. And um, yeah. we wanted to talk a little bit about Frozen because that hasn't been talked about enough apparently on the internet and anywhere else.
0: No, it has not. <laughs> so I, I, I think that's probably our plan, guys. This week we'll be releasing Long 100 obviously, and next week we'll be doing a tangent time, and then we'll be back to Longbow Hunters after that, so um, yeah, until then, Dan Schmidt, Ika any Andy the Goodbye, they are Cross-Series core members, and I'm Michael J. Petty and
2: I'm with so so so
0: so yep, yeah, thanks guys for joining us have a great week, and we'll see you back when Arrow's turn
2: stars Makes me feel alive
0: underground, perhaps. I think no one can get to But I can. The CW official description for the next episode of Arrow, entitled Time of Death, reads Oliver b- brings Sarah into the Arrow team. Watching Oliver and Diggle spar with Sarah and talk old scars, Felicity starts to feel left out. The team is investigating a villain named William Tauchman, a.k.a. the Clock King, who is a brilliant thief armed with technology that can open any bank vault in Starling City. After the Clock King infiltrates the computer systems in the lair, Felicity feels pressure to prove her worth. When she gets the lead a lead on Tauchman's whereabouts, she heads out without the team, putting her in peril. Meanwhile, Oliver throws Sarah a welcome home party, but Laurel refuses to attend. After Lance makes his case for a family dinner, Laurel, Laurel agrees, but when Oliver shows up with Sarah, she loses her temper on both of them. Nick Copas directed this episode written by Winnie Mersel and Beth Schwartz.
1: May I say, like, before, because I did watch this episode on live, I watched it on Hulu Plus, I, did, I didn't know that it was a, hi, a hiatus episode, The heir to the Demon, and I should have known just the way, by the way they ended it.
0: I didn't either, so I don't feel too bad.
1: Well, I should have. I've watched enough TV to know that.
0: Well, I mean, so have I, but yeah. even so. It but, is what it is.
1: Oh my god, Laurel being mad that Oliver and Sarah show up together? No.
0: No, no. way.
1: And, and Oliver's like, well, Oliver's like to Laurel, well, honey, you showed up with my best friend last year
0: says that to her, I will die. That would be so good.
1: And then he ended it with, and you killed him.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is just brutal. That is brutal.
1: And and, and, um, Laura's like, excuse me, I'm going to go take some pills now.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm in reformed. i tonight, gentlemen. I'm in rare form today.
0: Okay, in that trailer though, did you not see Slade in both the Queen Mansion and the Arrow Cave?
1: Oh, is he in the Queen Mansion? I saw him in the Arrow Cave, but I didn't know he was in the Queen Mansion.
0: Yeah, that scene with him in the fi- by the fireplace—that looks like the Queen Mansion.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. It does look like the, the 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 estate or the mansion. Um, I love that Sarah apparently is teaming up with Arrow.
0: Yes. Which means another member added outside of Roy.
1: Team Arrow! We don't call him. I, I want
0: Roy to just make a comment to Oliver about how like, messed up his relations are with the Lance family. I think yeah. that'd be really funny.
1: Yeah. And, and, Roy, and, and Oliver's like, you still want to be dating my sister, right? <laughs> and, then, and then him and
0: Diggle can disdain. <laughs> on.
1: I love. But going back to this episode, I loved how they they wrote it out like Felicity feels left out. Yes, I love that. It's like why? I'm
0: extremely excited that we're getting a green, another Green Arrow villain on the show.
1: Green because Arrow and I, Batman, in my opinion.
0: Well, and yes, he is definitely a Batman villain as well. But he was originally a Green Arrow villain, and you can't say that about many. So, that is very yes. cool
1: to me. Usually, it's Batman and Green Arrow villain, Right. Like the Riddler. Right. Um, most people know the Clock King, well, some people know him from the Adam West series, because he was on there.
0: Yeah, and then others from the DC Animated Universe, whether it was Justice League Unlimited or Batman the Animated Series. I
1: loved him on Batman the Animated Series. I thought he was yeah. fantastic on there.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, he was on Batman the Brave and the Bold, but there he was shown more as a Green Arrow villain, finally. So that was cool.
1: But what kind of, what, and we'll get into this, like, when the show comes back, but what version of the Clock King will we see this time?
0: Well, we're going to be seeing William Talkman, who I think is either the original or the most recent.
1: Because there was Temple Fugit from the Batman anime series.
0: Right. I, hold on, let me look that up, because I, I think it's, mm, well, actually, let me let me just look.
1: Also, while you're looking for that, Court Industries is going to come back. Yeah. We're outside Court Industries. Well, Be- well, Barry isn't, because he's still taking a nap.
0: Ah, uh, yes. William Talkman is the original one. He was the Green Arrow villain.
1: And, and Temple Figueroa was, like, second or third, I think.
0: Temple Fugit is actually um, a creation of the uh, animated series.
1: Good for them. Good for them. I I mean, not because he's he's in continuity now. Is my point? Yeah. See, Bruce Timm should be very proud of himself. I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) If he's not, there's an issue.
1: For a guy that was never really like a I don't think he was that big a comic book writer before he started the d c animated universe to what he is now he should be very proud
0: yeah, absolutely
1: yeah absolutely um you're you're pumped for this, I know
0: I am I'm excited
1: but do you like the fact that they're making him into the mad bomber?
0: I mean, he's not as much a mad bomber as he is like just a really extreme bank robber.
1: And, and notice I said mad bomber, not mad Bomber. It's a bit funny.
0: <laughs> yes. very punny of you.
1: Yes, very
0: funny? I I think it'll work. I'm just excited to see what they do with him because I like and I like this actor too because he was um the main villain in Hero season 4, like one of the only characters I was
1: going to ask you like what, uh, what do you think about this guy? Because I know he was on Heroes, and I know he was on a bunch of other stuff, too.
0: Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Heroes, like, as a whole. Um, of course, the Season 4 is probably the weakest season, and most people don't like it. I liked his character on Heroes.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to be good. I like that... I, well, I just love that Black Canary and Green Arrow are teaming up. I know yeah. it's not the real Black Canary yet, but... Is, is Worry going to be in this episode at all?
0: Roy, yeah. I think so, but I don't know. I wouldn't bet my life on it.
1: I, I just I, love the aspect of the Arrow family coming together. I do, too. Proper. Like, Green Arrow, Red Arrow, and Black Canary.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All we're,
1: all, all we're missing now is Speedy. Get on that, Thea. Get on that. <laughs> yes. So on, that, on, on that note, do you want Laurel Train, Thea, or do you want Oliver, to?
0: I want... Mmm, that's a good question. I think probably I would Diggle. like Laurel, too.
1: D- or Diggle.
0: Ooh, Diggle. That would be cool, too.
1: Give him something to do. Well, I just say that because give him something to do, then. And not
0: the Yeah. Well, I mean, especially if you bring Laurel into the group as, as Black Canary, you're going to need to give Diggle something to do because a lot of his role is going to be taken out by her. Yeah. So, actually, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. Because I don't want Oliver to train his little sister, that would be a little bit weird. Yeah. Because, because to do because to train her properly, you he really does need to like kick the living crap out of her and I don't want to see doing that. Right. Cause that's that's a part of being like this kind of person. It's not fun it's not fun time and it's not easy time either. hmm And you have to learn how to use that model.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: that's gonna be like one of the most surreal moments of the series seeing Lola Holland do that.
0: Oh, it's gonna show you just how far the series has come.
1: Yeah, like who's doing her doing the bar thing?
0: That will that will be great.
1: I'm really liking I'm really liking all the good publicity the show is getting. I am too. Like, the haters have now, like, dissipated and more and more people are getting on board. Mostly because DC's live-action stuff hasn't really been that good the last three, four years. Yeah. Like, Man of Steel, we'll talk about that a little bit more next in our tangent time, but I can understand the hate. I do. I mean I don't
0: understand it, but I, I see why people would have disagreements with it. Because
1: Michael, you and I come that. from it from a different perspective because we're Superman fans. A lot of people are
0: But not. E- But even but even so flat out hate for it I'm not so sure I understand. Do you think it's like yeah, but yeah. flat out hate and mockery of it no. Do
1: do they just need to start sc- from scratch and that's why Jeff Johns was brought into this thing for men for um Batman and Superman?
0: I guess. I guess. I, I, well, I know, and Jeff Johns is even taking over the Superman comic in April.
1: Which I'm a little bit mixed on because he's not my favorite when it comes to Superman.
0: Oh, see, I've never had an issue with his Superman stuff. I always love his Superman.
1: But you know, it's mixed. Yeah, it's mixed. Like you, and really, that comes from his work with Donner. But we'll get into that next week. Overall, I think that I think I. Th- Everything we wanted from season two, we're getting. Not in, the way, not in the way that we're getting getting it, but we're getting it. And to, not to end this on like a sour note, but I, I just want to ask a question. Do you think Kitty Cassidy's losing weight for this role? On purpose?
0: Has been losing weight? Yeah. That's possible.
2: Because she is skinnier.
0: That's interesting. That's and, possible. And
1: maybe and maybe that works for the t- kind of thing that they're going for here. But you look at her in season one and look at her in season two, like, body shape-wise, she does look a little bit skinnier.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah. And maybe that fits with the whole, like, substance abuse thing. Hmm. But a lot of people who have watched season one and, like, have noted to me watching season one and going into season two, they say, like, Laura's looking so skinny. Yeah. And again, maybe that works.
0: I think it works.
1: Yeah, but hopefully it's for the story and not a real life thing. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, guys, not to end on a sour note, but again, we're gonna come back in four weeks because that's what we do, apparently, on this podcast. I guess so. Yes. So, um, we'll see you then. Clocking time. Tick tock. Tick tock.
0: All right. See you guys. Thanks for joining us.
1: Bye bye.